Okay, so everyone should be on LinkedIn at this juncture. Even if you don't have your own profile, you can go on LinkedIn. You can read what your friends are saying about this, that, or the other thing. And I cannot tell you how many white papers have been posted in the last two years about six ways to quit your boss or seven signs you need to leave your current company. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my word, retention is not happening. People are, the great resignation has occurred, but what can we do to keep our talent? And in previous podcasts, you've heard some different ideas on, you know, what it takes to, you know, salary-wise or the five top things that keep people. But I want to focus in on just really specifically keeping and retaining that talent. I'm Becky Pike Booth with the Bob Pike Group, and today's tip really came from an article I read um, in Harvard Business Review. The link will be down below. It's got a video, which is nice. It analyzed several unseen factors driving resignation with, <laughs> with a guide to quitting your job. And I thought to myself, oh my word. <laughs> now Harvard Business Review is talking about how to quit a job. I don't want them to talk about that. I want to retain my consultants. And to keep my talent, what do I need to do? And the biggest thing is I needed to recognize that careers are reshaping and more people than ever are going out on their own. They're becoming gig workers, social influencers, becoming consultants, and so on. And it's time that we take a moment to step back and think and be willing to ask yourself and your trainers what their needs are and how we can help. So I hire contract trainers, and that is one of the biggest things that I do is I'm constantly asking, what is it that you love about your job? What sessions do you want to train? What sessions are not your preferred? Because I want them to stay. And if they're teaching the classes that they enjoy and love, they're going to stay. Yes, we pay them well. That's one thing, but that's only one of many, right? And so I'm taking into account on a regular basis, which which of these classes do you really enjoy? Do you love? Do you want to travel? Do you want to do virtual? And constantly having that communication, asking, how can I help you have the best experience with the Bob Pike Group? Number two is is diversity inclusion. Uh, I know that we've heard this a lot in the last year, year and a half, but it, it really does need to happen because the workplace has evolved. Since COVID occurred, it's evolved even more. And I don't mean, who are you hiring? Are they diverse? Are they inclusive? What, what I'm talking about are what initiatives are in place or should be in place, right, to help people feel that you care, a sense of belonging, that it's okay for them to ask for support. And honestly, the word empathy comes to mind that we need to empathize. Some of us are not highly (laughs) empathetic by nature. I would say that it's partially within me, but if you look at me, you know, with my kids, someone falls down, I'm like, get up. (laughs) I'm not, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry you fell. No, that's not me. And so I have to actually like work on that and think about that. I want to give you an example, just saying, saying something like, wow, I noticed how hard 
you worked on that project and that you've been putting in all these extra hours. I really want you to know I appreciate your effort. I'd love to know how I can support you in this final push to complete this project. Is there something I could take on for you or maybe a brainstorm session? Just asking that shows that you care. And one thing that I would say is if you have the authority, think of ways to praise, encourage, and approve, like buying a lunch, saying, hey, here's a gift card. Just wanted you to buy a lunch so you didn't have to bring one. Or maybe you can let that person leave a few few different days after that project is complete early. Just take a half day or maybe just give them an extra day off that's off the books and just, hey, you know what? Don't come in this week on Friday. I just want to acknowledge that you just put in all this extra time and effort. Take some time for yourself, for your family. Do something fun. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. And and that, that those are little ways. Something that I do for my team that they've shared with me really helps to retain them. I consistently write letters, handwritten letters, with maybe a gift card or or maybe it's just words, but I always write cards on a regular basis, thanking them for, for being with me. The final thing is, as COVID normalizes culturally, it's going to be really important to create new curriculum that promotes diversity and equity and inclusion. In the book, Blind Spots, it talks about how we may not be as ethically sound as we think we are. And it isn't because we don't want to be. It's because we just don't even see what we're missing. In overestimating our ability to do what's right and good, we miss how we actually impact each other's culture. And it's time for us to take a step back, to take a good look inward and ask ourselves those hard questions so we can be more open-minded, so people can feel more trusting and examine those policies and practices and selecting employees for internal assignments that you may not have considered in, in the past. So as you go about your day, pause for a moment try to find a blind spot and work on that. Attracting and retaining the best talents also takes an awareness of all the newness and the reality of post-COVID. How can you be flexible and how can you help them navigate those changes we're experiencing now? Thanks for tuning in. This is Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group and your creative training tip for this week. We will see you next Friday.